Welcome back to Marshy's Corner, brought to you by Summit Heights Club. Uh, today's episode is uh, it's kind of a fun one for me. Uh, two, of my, two of my good mates have hopped on with me. They're, they're the two guys I watch sports with a lot, and we are, we're always talking about sports. So I thought, hey, I wonder what it sounds like on a podcast. And I, I actually really enjoyed it, and I think it's, I think it's good. So uh, I, hope, I hope you guys enjoy it too. Um, on, on the episode, we talk the, uh, the NBA finals, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, obviously one in six. Uh, so we discussed that and, uh, we kind of, it goes off into some other tangents, but, uh, it stays on NBA basketball. Uh, we, uh, yeah. So we just talk finals, talk, talk a few other things. Uh, and then the second half of the podcast, I'm not going to say second half, but the second part of the podcast, we talk, uh, we, we did a, uh, NRL explaining NRL to NBA fans. So uh, I had, I have a few listeners that really like NBA, but they might not listen. They might not watch any uh, NRL. So what we do is he explained NRL to an NBA fan uh, by discussing the rules and whatnot. Uh, and we also put our teams. We made some NRL teams using NBA players and talked about uh, kind of the skills that NBA players have on the court, physical attributes as well, and why they would fit the the particular roles in in a in an NRL side um so yeah this is a longer podcast I will put the minutes uh into the description so if you're if you're only interested in maybe the second half of it um yeah you'll be able to skip straight to that so yeah but I don't know if you enjoy NBA and you enjoy NRL this could be a fun one for you so uh hope you enjoy please like subscribe follow rate all those things whatever you can do uh just to you know push this podcast forward thanks guys enjoy on today's podcast uh we're going to be talking about the nba finals and we're going to be explaining rugby league to nba fans uh and as uh you just heard (laughs) i'm joined by two special guests my very two good friends max thompson and tim henry welcome fellas thank you grateful grateful to be here I'm just okay to be here. I'm grateful. <laughs> this, I really don't know how this is going to go. Um, just been, you know, figuring out content and uh, NBA finals just happened. And uh, yeah, I just thought I'd have my friends on. I, I've watched probably most of my sport with these two guys. And um, I thought it would be interesting to see how all of our arguments sounded on a podcast. So yeah, uh, let's get to know these two guys a little bit, just in case you don't know them. Uh, I'm going to start with Tim just because it's going to flow a little bit better. Um, Tim, tell us about your sports fandom. My sports fandom? Yeah. Which, which, uh, which, Everything. Sports, do you, which Everything. sports do you want me to go first? Yeah, Tim, Tim, Tim watches a lot of sports, probably the most out of all of us here. <sighs> sports fandom, so started out watching uh, football. football. Soccer. All you uninitiated Soccer, yeah. Australians. Soccer. Soccer, I guess, for Australian people, but football for everyone else in the world. Most, well, most of our listeners come from Australia and America, and I would say neither of us think it's football. Yeah, the world, so. the world game. Football, I call it football. The beautiful game. Um, yeah, I started watching football when I was like three, four. Um, started supporting Manchester United because they wore red, not because I'm a bandwagon. Don't bring mm, that up. Okay. <laughs> started watching Manchester United because they are uh, supporting them because they wore red. I'm and, just, uh, David Beckham, and he was my favorite player. Yeah, as we keep on going through the sports fandom, you're going to have to remind people that you're not a bandwagon um, fan. He will be supporting <laughs> the biggest team in every sport. Um, I was four years old in Start growing young. up in Malaysia, so that was the pretty much 
most of the games are just just the big teams. So shut up. Um, Man United, and then I moved to Australia when I was ten. Then I started playing. I started playing basketball when I was around twelve. Um, but I was a Lakers fan also since I was like a kid, just because my dad, my dad used to fly to LA all the time. And so that was the team he supported. So that was the team I supported. So not a bandwagon fan. I'm not a bandwagon <laughs> fan. Supported them since I was three years old, both of them. So uh, it wasn't when LeBron moved there. It's, I have an interesting relationship with LeBron James. Uh, and I support the Cowboys. Definitely not a bandwagon fan supporting the Cowboys. The Sporting. opposite of a bandwagon. Can you actually explain to us why you're a Cowboys fan? So I moved to Australia when I was 10, 2005. Cowboys and the Broncos. Cowboys had Matty Bowen and Jonathan Thurston. The Broncos had Carmichael Hunt and someone else. I don't know. I can't remember. There was a lot. Uh, I don't know who their halfback or five-eighth was. <clears throat> Forgettable. It's disrespectful. Forgettable. Overrated. Not top three. Um, Matty Bowen and Jonathan Thurston were just cooler to watch, so I supported them. They were in the grand final that year. Lost. I think that was like one of the first games I watched of NRL. Yeah, Benji gave him the business. Benji's overrated. Um, There's a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, those are my three main teams. Uh, Cowboys, Man United, Lakers. Just for the record, this man has never been north of Noosa <laughs> and he's lived in Queensland for the past 15 years, but he's a Cowboy supporter. What? Yeah, he came from another country. It's fair. Like an, no, it's fine. Hour, it's fine. You go, you go, he came from another country. You go for the Phoenix Suns. You've never been to Phoenix? Yeah, but I don't live in like Arizona, Nevada, anywhere like that. Like, It's fine. He came from another country. Yeah, Broncos are just... I'm not... You're the Broncos. We are going to skip over some of the things Tim just talked about. Uh, there was a lot of disrespectful things. <laughs> Maybe that's for another podcast because this thing could go for a really long time if we get... It's been a while, Broncos. If we fans. get too caught it's up on while. it. Um, but the 2015 grand final was no fun watching with these guys. So, uh, but well, Tim, um, actually I'm going to, I'm going to step in here and talk about Tim's fandom when it comes to Cowboys, 2015. Uh, <laughs> along with our producer Jackson, who's not behind a mic right now. Um, not very loyal fans, you would say, but we were watching the 2015 grand final. And as it was getting closer and closer to the 80th minute, they were creeping closer <laughs> and closer away <laughs> from the couch and heading towards the door. And uh, they were pretty much like half, like two legs out the door when uh, Kyle, Kyle Felt went over for that try. For some reason, no one tackled Jonathan Thurston as he went 20 meters across the field. Can't tackle the goat. And uh, yeah, so Corey Oates came in off his wing and the rest is history. Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving on from that, let's go to Max. Max, talk about your sports fandom. Um, I guess probably the first sport I started watching growing up would have been rugby league just because of the Broncos were so big when I was a kid. Um, so I've been watching the Broncos pretty much my whole life, but really started heavily watching them when I was, I don't know, maybe like 10 years old. I would probably watch them most weeks, not able to watch them all the time because of sport and stuff. Um, and these days I'm probably too much into the Broncos, if anything. It's probably not great for my mental health anymore. We really haven't. We've watched pretty much 80 minutes every yeah. single game. I watched all years. 80 Max, minutes. Yeah, I've actually missed one. Yeah. And I, I usually clock off in the like, last 20. I won't go on my phone. I'll watch all <coughs> painful 80 minutes to the end. I don't know why. Um, I just can't help it. 
And then probably the other sport I've watched a lot of would be basketball, specifically the NBA. Uh, I probably would have been around like I reckon 12 years old when I started watching a lot of NBA. Um, like I didn't have Foxtel growing up, so my dad would like download the games online. Who's, who's your favorite player? I don't have a favorite player of all time. Who was your favorite player when you started watching? Like LeBron and Kobe, but they were just the two biggest. But probably LeBron more than Kobe at that time. But um, yeah. It's interesting. Just for context, Max tries to claim that he isn't a LeBron fan. I am. No, I don't. But we just grew up knowing that he loved LeBron. And all of a sudden he wasn't a LeBron fan. I'll give you a factual statement. I've never claimed (laughs) I'm not a LeBron fan. Um, He's not my favorite player of all time. I don't really have a favorite player of all time. But they like to think... That I don't like Kobe Bryant, even though I do like Kobe Bryant a lot. I have a basketball signed by Kobe, so wore a lot of LeBron soldiers. Whatever. Um, so yeah, been watching probably NBA since I was about twelve years old. Um, started supporting the Phoenix Suns around that time as well, just with Nash and Stoudemire. Um, yeah. Yeah, sweet. So it was good to see them get to the finals this year. Yeah, that's a perfect segue because we're going to get into some NBA finals. Uh, so NBA finals finished yesterday. We're recording on Thursday. And uh, Milwaukee Bucks, the NBA 2021 NBA champs, uh, defeating Max's Phoenix Suns, game six, 105 to 98. 50 years since their last title. And Giannis put up a 50-piece in uh, the closeout game, which I thought was pretty iconic. I thought it was a cool little... Anyway. Rest in uh, peace. Rest <laughs> in peace, DeAndre. Hey. Rest in peace, DeAndre. Aiden. Yeah, you had a tough time. Um, but I guess we'll just start with Max. Max, how are you feeling today? Um, I'm fine today. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, pretty disappointing. I think I think it is very impressive that this is the first playoff run they've had since, I think, 2010. And they got all the way to the finals and won two games. Um, won the first two. Won the first two. That is that is the other thing. It's tough to watch them lose four in a row. Lost four in a row. That's yeah. glad you said that. Like game five was theirs for taking as well, I thought, but some big plays by a, a few key players on the box. Not a good look for them. the point guard. Not um, a good look. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not. It, yeah, some some players on the Suns definitely struggled. Did you see that stat? That is Chris Paul's the only player to lose uh, four finals. Well, or four series four, four being series. two, four series, two down. Yeah, four series yeah. and being two down. Or two up, sorry. Two I up. didn't see that. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Tough to it's watch Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And even like DeAndre Aiden, the last game, like really struggle. I wouldn't say it was tough. It was tough for me. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Tim Tim was on. Tim was going for bucks. Yeah. In this, in this matchup. Uh, I I tipped the Suns. I th- I thought Suns would have it. I was feeling pretty confident after the first I two think, games. I think most people wanted the Suns to win just because everyone wanted Chris Paul to get a championship. Oh, uh, I think it was They're pretty split on who people wanted, but I genuinely yeah. just thought the Suns would win. Um, maybe if he came to LA all those years ago, <laughs> don't be salty. Um, so what? Like, w- let's talk about why. Let's why did why did why did Milwaukee win? Do you have like, or what happened to the Suns? Do you have any opinions on that? I got a few, well, but I'll let you guys go. Well, during the Eastern Conference Finals, we were discussing, well, who as a Phoenix fan would Max want the Phoenix Suns to play more, the Hawks or the Bucks? And we both agreed that it was the Bucks because they don't have anyone to guard Giannis, obviously. They have DeAndre Ayton. Oh, as in you wouldn't. We, we, you, I wanted you the wanted, Suns to play the Hawks. Yeah, yeah. They, they match, match, they match the up Hawks. a lot better. 
because the Suns don't have anyone to guard. Uh, Giannis, obviously DeAndre Ayton, not a defender. Um, and it's after right. after DeAndre Ayton, it's Frank the Tank. You know, they got hit hard by injuries, losing Darius Arch, really integral yeah, defender on that, that team. But that still hurts them, right? I don't appreciate these low blows. And Tory Craig. Um, Prison bullets. Tory Craig is a good defender as well. So I think Giannis dropped 40 when they were both still healthy, but that's just me. Team defense. We play team defense on Giannis. So, yeah, they just didn't have anyone to stop. They didn't have no anyone one, to stop Giannis. Yeah. It, it's kind of one of those things in hindsight because I, I remember sitting there kind of getting close to the game being over and it was looking like the Bucks were going to win. And I, I was like, why? I was looking at the, the Suns and I was looking at Milwaukee and I was like, why did I actually think the Suns were going to beat them? Like the Bucks have the best player in the series in Giannis. They have Drew Holiday. They have Chris Middleton. I just felt like they had like a better big three than the Suns. And then on top of that, they have guys like Brook Lopez who, I mean, he's kind of changed his game completely to what it used to be, but he was like an all-star basically for New Jersey. And then he's kind of ad- adapted and just going, well, I'm going to have to shoot threes now. But he, I mean, I, on people. yeah, he, <laughs> I don't know where all this athleticism came from for like the last two years, but you throw in Brook Lopez and, and Bobby Porter's played really well off the bench at home at least. And and yeah, you throw in all these guys, and I was like, "Why did I actually think the Suns were the better team in this?" But I guess that's after because you fooled. They're a, they're a more complete offensive team, I think. The Suns? Yeah, I don't think so anymore. No, not really. I, think I they are. Well, well, everyone everyone talked about the Bucks being lucky that the Nets got injured, being lucky that. I mean, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's big Kevin Durant toe. has a size twenty five million foot. And, you know, the three was a two. Otherwise, it would be out of the playoffs. But if you look on the Sun side of things, the only reason the Suns are in the finals is because they played every single team with one of the best two players or both of the best two players compromised. They played the Lakers. They were down 2-1. And then Anthony Davis got injured. And LeBron had an ankle sprain. So they beat the Lakers. They played the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. And they played the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. Where if all three of those teams were healthy, you probably would pick all three of those teams over the Suns. And then they Maybe not Denver, but... Maybe not Denver, but then they got into the finals and they played a team with one of the three plays in the entire league that's their biggest weakness which is the center position so anthony davis Giannis, and Embiid, and they just didn't have anyone to guard them yeah it like just going from game six like i had a few takes one it just felt like it was too big for devin booker Mm. like he he was like really forcing things kind of like almost like praying that the referee bailed him out like he was really like just pushing trying to initiate contact and things like that and he just like wasn't getting calls. He was getting frustrated. Then he started taking some bad shots. That was one of the things I thought. Like, is Chris Paul injured? I don't really like Chris Paul's had some tough moments in the playoffs. Has he ever been unable to dribble the basketball? Oh, his, like he was just like losing the ball. His ball I mean, was that was just was one really play. Bad. No, no, the whole no, throughout, series. Throughout the series, no, he's, the ball. he was losing the ball. No, because we were watching together, and the amount of times that he'd just like lose the ball in a dribble. Or 
bad passes. Yeah, loser Vaughn. It's, it's just tough because he started out the series game one. He had like really well popped off. Well, like 30 something points and yeah, like, like one turnover, zero turnovers and like eight, 10 assists or something. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, what you're saying, he got injured after that and he couldn't dribble. I mean, well, that's the other because, well, he got injured, like people. So we're saying he was injured in the series before, but then he had the closeout game as well. Yeah, yeah, he played a really good closeout game. So I don't know. It's one of those like disparity things is where like when they're if he's fine, like when they're playing well, it's like, oh, he's like playing through this, he's fine. Or he's fine. And then all of a sudden he plays really badly. So I don't know. Like is the is was the moment too big for Chris Paul as well? I just think this was the first time in the playoffs where he played or the Suns played a fully healthy team. That could really, really amp up the pressure on Chris Paul. Like they had Drew Holiday, who's one of the best perimeter guards defensively in the league. I mean, his defense he, in the finals like yeah. changed games. Yeah. And he was just hounding Chris Paul. And like so first good game, like, yeah. But you know, six games of Drew Holiday chasing you around with Giannis switching in screens or Giannis back there. Like you got no easy stuff in the paint, you got no easy stuff in the perimeter. He's 36 in the finals. It's going to wear on you. Yeah. I mean, Suns were also just doing some dumb shit because first of all, the one thing, something that, I mean, I wanted the Suns to win. Uh, not enough to care, but like I was kind of, I, I would have liked to have seen Chris Paul win a ring, but it was frustrating me like off every rebound. They were just like kind of walking the ball up the court. You're playing like maybe the best perimeter, like set defensive team in the league. Yeah. And then you're just kind of like walking the ball up the court and then trying to go into your offense. And the Suns have relied on this like ball movement offense, but then they kind of like resorted to just the pick and roll. They kept on also getting switches in with Giannis and I didn't really, it was like, oh, we've got the switch. Now I've got Giannis isolated on me. And like Chris Paul went at him a couple of times. Chris Paul actually had a pretty good game in game six. Yeah. I, I mean, Chris, so Chris Paul was hitting shots over Giannis the entire series. Yeah, but. But that's not the switch you want. Like, Yeah, they were going for that switch. You want, I don't know. Pat Connaughton on Chris Paul or Devin Booker. They should have just attacked Pat Connaughton, whoever was being guided by Pat yeah. Connaughton. They did that for a little bit there, and then that's kind of when they started to look good. They but looked, I feel like they did that a lot more in game one and two. Yeah. Well, what happened to the corner threes? Like, the first two games was like, uh, Johnson and stuff yeah. like they're just like hitting them and then but the ball just stopped moving right yeah. and I don't know I mean Milwaukee's defense was just really well good. it didn't stop move. well I think I think Milwaukee just went more to a switching scheme like they generally play drop coverage for most of their defense like most of the games that they play they play drop coverage even though they mix it up this year but like if you looked at the Atlanta Hawks series they played drop coverage well, the first game and Trey Young just destroyed yeah. them. And then they played drop coverage pretty much in most of the games that they lost against them. They just got destroyed. They played drop coverage against the Nets. They got destroyed, which is one of the reasons why everyone was calling them one of the dumbest teams in the <laughs> entire league. Quote Charles Barkley, they're the dumbest team I've ever seen, but they're going to win the championship. And yeah, that's fair. they can do that because they have Giannis but in the finals they decided to finally switch things up and actually just go with switching schemes switching everything yeah and for the Phoenix offense which is a lot of like you know against the Lakers they had a lot of um pin down actions curl screens just a lot of movement a lot of picks for Chris Paul for Devin Booker 
for DeAndre Ayton and the Bucks had people that they could just switch on all of them and kind of just take take all the help, like the help schemes away so you're not going to get the open corner threes. And that's what they did. Yeah. I, um, I guess like the Bucks obviously – Chris Middleton played really well, had some massive shots at the end of games. Drew Holiday's defense was really good. His offense was a little bit shaky. <laughs> Don't shake your head at Chris Middleton. Just, no, I'm shaking my head at Drew Holiday, like, in my opinion, winning them game five, like, with an offensive rebound, like, a blocked shot, a steal, like, all towards the end of the game. Like, it was, it was all, just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he just wanted it. Gonna have ball security, John Booker. Oh, I actually thought of another thing. It was, like, them trying to hide Chris Paul defensively. And putting them on PJ Tucker, but then PJ Tucker just like just crashing the board. just crashing yeah. the boards the entire time really hurt them. And but they couldn't play Chris Paul on any of the guards because he was already obviously like it looked like he was a bit gassed or whatever it was offensively. And so they're trying to like rest him on defense, but then yeah, having him on PJ Tucker, it did it did seem like he had. I mean, everyone thinks that he has some injury. Yeah, um, I'll be surprised like, if he doesn't. They weren't even playing him like forty minutes a game. They're trying to like rest him and save him and pick his spots. But like it's the NBA finals, like you can't. You're gonna lose if one of your best players isn't playing all out the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are, as a Suns fan, like how are you feeling about Devin Booker? How are you feeling? How? Oh, uh, actually, no. We'll, we'll get to that soon. <laughs> we'll get to that soon, actually. But let's talk about the finals MVP. Let's talk about Giannis. I still think D'Lo might be better than Booker. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's talk about Giannis in the finals. He averaged 35.2 points a game. On a 61.8 field goal percentage, 65 free throw percentage. We shot the 7 of 19 in the game six. Did you guys see that bar? 17 of 19. 17 of 19 from the free throw line. Did you see that was a bar? No, I saw the game. I can't remember what the bar what the bar was called, but there was a bar that offered to come watch the game and every time Giannis hit a free throw, they would give out free shots to everyone at the bar. hit <laughs> 17 of 19. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, um, 13 rebounds, five assists, a steal, basically, just over a steal, almost two blocks, <laughs> and only 2.3 turnovers a game for the entire finals. Um, when I look at a finals MVP, I often look at work, what are they doing in the games where they won as opposed to the games that they lost. Giannis's numbers actually didn't really change when you just like calculated the wins and then versus the losses. Like He just kind of dominated the whole thing which kind of shows that when drew and middleton and stuff like he obviously needed them to step up a little bit um but there were there was one big change was in game two Giannis attempted five threes over the next three games after that he attempted five all up so i feel like he kind of changed his mindset after that second game was like i'm just gonna basically basically roll these guys well that's the thing like everyone the only reason that people didn't um believe in the bucks like out because because the last two seasons they lost to the raptors they lost to um the heat and in both of those uh series Giannis couldn't break the quote unquote wall that they built um and middleton and eric bledsoe couldn't hit enough shots outside of Giannis. Whereas, so the only question that coming into this season is, or this these playoffs were, is Giannis going to stop settling? Uh, can Chris Middleton hit enough shots and can Drew Holiday hit enough shots? Because as you said, Giannis is just a guarantee, 30 points, 12 rebounds, 
five assists, two blocks, two steals a night. Yeah, but he, the way he started beating the wall was different because I think like watching him play this year compared to last year. So last year, like last year, I kept on calling like this team. Will, I mean, I was on the Heat last year. I was like, Heat are going to beat the Bucks, and they walled up against him, and they they took him out of they took him out of that series. And then this year, just the way he worked angles, I think is just way different. Like he he like kind of created like he had like spots whereas like most most superstars kind of have their spots that they can go to Giannis kind of set up in that mid 45 a lot where you just kind of take DeAndre Ayton off the dribble he had he obviously has that one at the top of the three-point line where they don't want to come where they don't kind of like come out to him but they just let him get this run-up which I've never understood I don't understand why you give a player like Giannis a run-up to just kind of like go at someone I mean like I just got the Milwaukee Bucks team from last year up on basketball reference the uh, one of the big reasons why he can i guess break the walls because he's passing to george hill eric bledsoe yeah yeah an old wesley matthews carl corvers 38 marvin williams pat connington frank mason whereas now if they walled up it's chris middleton who's you know just like one of the most clutch players apparently in playoffs <laughs> history um and like they didn't they didn't even have dante divincenzo like pj tucker bobby portis in the corner P- pj tucker could maybe hit like bobby was awesome pj tucker could hit like one shot i know he hit a big shot against um my uh my second favorite team the atlanta hawks <laughs> second favorite team as of what these playoffs as of whenever i don't care um <laughs> And and then you have Bobby Portis' crazy eyes just hitting shots all the time. He and was unreal in that game. Six. Pat Connington hit. Didn't he have the most threes in the finals of any team, like of any player on any team in the finals this year? Oh, this year, yeah, yeah, he this did. year. Um, so like you couldn't even really wall up on him. That's like, true. Like he had eight assists in game five. I'm pretty sure. I can bring that up. I got all of his stats. And he had eight assists in game five, and. Middleton was hitting like clutch shots. Now nah, game four, he had eight assists. Yeah, Drew Holiday was playing amazing. He had six in game five, so yeah. it's still a lot. So they just they just had better shot makers and knockdown shooters this time. That does help, and it just made him unstoppable. Like he was phenomenal. Just going, I have a few more things that he did. So uh, obviously one of the greatest closeout performances, well I've ever seen at least. Uh, Fifty points in a closeout game. I think that's just wild. I, like I can't actually think of a, a better finals performance that I've watched. I agree. Yeah. LeBron game one against the Warriors. They lost. Yeah, was that they did lose. He was really good. I don't know. Giannis in this game was ridiculous. Um, He has three iconic NBA Finals games now. I don't know if you can do this with anyone else. He has the he has the block game, the alley oop game, and then the fifty points in a closeout game. He's done it all in one Finals. I don't know if can you do that with anyone else. Iggy, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, he joins Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon as the only, only the third player ever to win an MVP. Uh, he has two of those, a defensive player of the year and a finals MVP. And he also capped off uh, his finals with the most F-bombs ever allowed in a live oh, that was, sporting that was broadcast. Yeah, that it just was kept insane. on going. Like as soon as the NBA finals finished, it became not child friendly. He was just letting them go all over the place. Kind of like, like when the Tigers just, beat the Cowboys in the grand final. 
Or, or when the Cowboys beat the Broncos in 2015. Relax. I didn't hear swear words. I don't remember swear words. Ben Hunt, thank you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That didn't have to happen. Um, but, yeah, so I've been – so because this is my goal. My goal is to become the Australian Bill Simmons. So I've started <laughs> creating my own uh, pyramid top whatever players. I'm up to – what am I up to? I'm up to my top uh, – it's a very rough draft, 51. My top 51 players in the NBA all time. Um, like these playoffs have completely changed my opinion of Giannis. Giannis, yeah. Like 100%. And uh, I've put him – it's funny because I've made this list and then I listened to Bill Simmons' podcast today and he put him – I think he's 22nd on his all-time list and he said, I don't know if he's good enough to be in the top 15 and I have him 15th on my list. You have Giannis 15. I'll put, let me just listen, listen to this, listen to this. He thinks he's better than Steph. No, I don't. You were saying. No, I said, is he? It. I thought about it. He's you have not. Steph over Giannis. I have Steph over Giannis. You have he's Steph a three-time in, champion you have with Steph, a two-time MVP. You have Steph and Giannis in your 15. Steph's high. I would just like to say it's a draft. So we're not talking about Steph right now. We're talking about Giannis. No, but listen to this. This is, I'll go from 10. This is interesting. Do you want me to go from 10? Is Larry Bird number one if you're being the Australian Bill Simmons? I would like, well, <laughs> Larry Bird is my favorite 90s player. Is, is Kobe in the top 10 if you're being the Australian Bill Simmons? Kobe's third. Oh. I respect that. Is that, I feel like it's controversial. I sent it to our friend Ruben Judge and I don't know if he likes my list. Is it MJ, LeBron, Kobe? I think it is. It's MJ, LeBron, Kobe, okay. top three. I think, but I think that's the wrong order right there. I know you do, but we're not going to talk about that because it's going to be, have a, it's gonna be a waste. Three. It's going to be a wasted <laughs> argument. Uh, let me go for my 10. 10, Tim Duncan. 11, Steph Curry. Too high. 12, Hakeem. 13, Shaq. 14, Jerry West. Oh, what? 15, Giannis. 16, Oscar Robinson. 17, Moses Malone, 18, John Havlicek, 19, Dirk Nowitzki, 20, Elgin Baylor, and then 21, Dr. J, 22, Bob Pettit. So so you're you're getting giving a lot of those guys high ratings just because of what they did for the game, right? Like Yeah, it's not just a it's not a it's not a who's better at basketball. Because it's obviously gonna change. But first of all, I think (laughs) it's it's a mix of talent and legacy and and just back back that up. Uh Steph is not better than Hakeem. Yeah. We can, or, like I said, or, this, or, is, or this is a draft right now and it can be changed. We're Wait, talking- it's a draft and you have Shaq back there? No, no, no. It's a draft copy. No, it's a draft oh, copy. Draft copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, should be changed. <laughs> we can talk about that later. We're talking about Giannis at 15. But listen to this. Who, who after Giannis would you put ahead of him? Oscar Robinson? No. Moses Malone? No, none of the players, none of those players are going out of Giannis. John Havlicek, like in terms of legacy as well. well like like he's a two-time MVP. He's won a championship now. He's well, a no, finals he's, MVP. He's, he's probably, he will probably end up with more accolades than all of Yeah, but I'm players. saying right now, if he retired today. I'd still, yeah. He's, he's still ahead of them. Dirk Nowitzki? Nah. I mean, he's, a, I mean, they played, they played in close enough of an era where, they played against each other, where I can just say that Giannis is a better. Giannis player. is a better player. Giannis is a better I player. Nowitzki has a better. He's already done. Right now. Yeah, but he, he's already done more. But Dirk, 
accolades wise. Yeah. He's done more. All star MVP. He has the one championship. He has the one finals MVP. He has two regular season MVPs. And he can play defense. And he can play defense. That's the thing. Like, I don't think it's crazy. And they played played against each other. Show some respect to the seven foot schnitzel. Do you want to know where I would have put him before the playoffs started? Actually, do you want to know where I would have put him right? Like when Kevin Durant hit that three and his toe was on the line, but we didn't know the toe was on the line, so it was only a two. I knew the toe was on the line. That's cool, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's legitimate. Like he might, like I'm looking at this, like Scotty Pippen's 29th. I've got Chris Paul 30th. Like I don't think I would have had him ahead of them. I wouldn't have had him ahead of Kawhi. Well, I've got Kawhi really low. Kawhi Kawhi should be really low. Lower than Chris Paul? Yes. Oh, we can talk about that later. That's another. That's another podcast. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I think like is Giannis a top 15 NBA player? Well, he just time? when someone has a dominant finals appearance like that, it's hard not the, for them to. The go only reason he's not a top 15 all time right now is because he's 26. He hasn't done enough, but he's done a yeah. lot. But he's done more than Dirk. He's done more than Dirk. By the way, this list is very close to Bill Simmons's list. Like I've obviously changed parts of it. Like he doesn't have Kobe third, um, but like, how to, I think he's better than Dirk. I think he's better than all the people I've put him ahead, ahead of. I kind of wanted to put him ahead of Jerry West, but I thought it, that was disrespectful. Well, who's you just have to say a top ten now. <laughs> my top ten is otherwise we don't know who else. My top ten currently is Michael Jordan one. Do you want me to go down or up? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's I've all, already it's, started. It's all Just wrong. Go LeBron, LeBron two, Kobe three, Bill Russell four, Kareem five, Magic six, seven Bird, but I wanted to put Bird six. Uh, Wilt eight, Kevin Durant nine, Tim Duncan ten. Wait, where did you put Kevin Garnett again? Kevin Durant. No, where'd you put Kevin Garnett? Kevin Garnett. Did you he's twenty seventh. Okay. No, I know uh, he's not in the top ten. I just like for a second was like, did you even put him in like your top thirty? No, he's yeah, he's twenty seventh. Okay. Ahead of Dwayne Wade at 28th. Anyway, I was tossing up between those two. That's just... You don't like the 10? It's, no. Well, I, Tim, didn't plan Tim, on, I didn't plan on talking about this today. I don't think today. Tim doesn't appreciate the legacy picks as much, which I understand. Am I wrong in saying that? Like, Well, yeah, because... Yeah, I, Tim's I like Jerry West is the 500th thousand best well, player of all time. Well, I think basketball is one of maybe the only sports in the world where people rank um the previous generation uh above current generation players foolishly just because of what just because of what they meant to the era what they achieved in the era when there's like clear differences in competition not even just evolution of like just human body but like just competition of their time like there were less teams less skill different rules I understand that, but I think there is just a level of paying respect to those that. Yeah, obviously a, first. a top fifty team, or sorry, top fifty players purely based on how good each player is is it's very look different, very different to that. But that's not what this is. But the thing is, a lot of people out there, and especially on social media, it probably wouldn't be a lot different when they would like if they weren't even considering legacy. Yeah, but they're wrong. They are. Wrong. They are wrong. But th- this is a legacy thing. It's showing respect to. Yeah. Every generation. <laughs> Anyways, that was that was my little Giannis. How, many, how wait, good wait, is Giannis can, now? Do you want me to go back to the no, list? No, no. Steph's in your top ten. 
No, Steph, no, he was, no 11. Steph was 11. So above Hakeem and Shaq. I'm yeah, happy to talk about Wait, it. Wait, just. It was a draft. Just how many, how many finals MVPs does Steph have? You know, I have, a, I have a podcast just, coming up, which you won't be featuring on, by the way. But just. I have a po- I've actually worked on this. I started working on this probably like two or three years ago That's, and I've updated it throughout. I've always wanted to do one. And it's hurtful. my, why Steph Curry, it's a travesty that he doesn't have a finals it's MVP. that I won't be featured on it, and but it's okay. Do you want to be featured on it? No, it's uh, fine. He should have a final. He should have one finals MVP. For what? For the first one. For the first one. Why? I... I have a whole. Let's not go down this rabbit hole. Delhi, Delhi locked him up. <laughs> I'm not getting into this. All look, I'm gonna. All I'm gonna say about that is one. When you, it takes four games to win an NBA Finals, judge the guy on the four <laughs> games that they won. Two, okay. just because uh, there is a, a switch made in a game plan that helps the team doesn't make that team the most valuable player. You take Iguodala out of that team, maybe there's a chance they still win the NBA Finals because he held LeBron to like 50 points. It was like 40 or whatever it was. But if you take Steph out of the team, they lose the NBA Finals. But I'm not going to get into that now. <laughs> Either way, all jokes aside, Shaq and Nakima are better than Steph Curry. Okay, that's fine. Steph can beat that Shaq, who are you drafting? Just tell everyone who listens, who would you take number one if you were drafting a team all time? I would for a season for in their prime in their prime everyone in their prime like it there's two people I would be tossing up between and it's Shaq and LeBron yeah and Shaq's 13 <laughs> in your top 15 anyway we can talk about this another time this is the Giannis NBA finals that's all we're talking about we've really gone <laughs> just way off um, I did know this was gonna happen um uh let's let's make up some time hey <laughs> um okay yeah so let's move what are the win what's the window for the bucks now that was the window that was the window yeah <laughs> that was that was the window unless and unless people get injured again next year that was the window just because of brooklyn just because of the nets yeah because of, of brooklyn i mean they did almost lose don't to the, say nets. the hawks don't say. That. Don't say the Hawks. Dude. I don't know. I like. I don't think they. I don't think they beat a healthy Lakers team. I don't think they beat. Well, just health- talk. Just talk about the East. Because once you get to the finals, like, you, well, I don't think they beat a healthy Brooklyn team. That's yeah. number one. I actually think they could beat a healthy Lakers team, but wait, yeah. I thought we were staying in the East. Yeah, but stay in the East. I just want to. Okay. You're wrong. But they they're not beating a healthy Brooklyn team. They I agree though with the Lakers. Probably they could even lose to a healthy. Philly team, like as as bad as Ben Simmons played and as bad as Philly <laughs> played, they could even lose to a healthy Philly team. Okay, here's here's what I think. They could they could even lose to a rejuvenated, like rested Miami Heat team. I do like that. I like some Jimmy. But and last but not least, they could, the Hawks. they could definitely lose no, to the Hawks. They, 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 they almost they almost lost to the Hawks and Trey Young no, stepped my, on a ref's foot. Can I? So if if use um like the 2015 Warriors as an example like the Warriors it was a very ugly championship win like but then the way that they responded to that win and the things that they learned like going through a whole playoffs a finals you kind of learn how to win and I think Giannis has really just like like the Giannis that we have after the NBA finals is not the Giannis we had in round 1 or round 2 or even even in the Eastern Conference yeah, finals but- and I think he's going to be better. I think the team's going to be better. I think when you win, like that's going to attract one or two more pieces. 
Yeah, and but K- KD isn't signing for the Bucks in two years. Like the 2015 Warriors won one, then they lost, and then Kevin Durant. Yeah, but they lost because the NBA just took Draymond Green out for oh. no reason. <laughs> oh, <three> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but we don't have to talk about that. They only well then in that in that case they, they hit only, their post of they only, they Draymond only, upset they, LeBron a little bit. They, so they, they win the 2015 championship, learning how to win. What, and what, then, that's what while, you said. And then, while, and while they Kevin, lose, they lose no, but the, while Kevin no, Love but the and next, Kyrie Irving are out. Yeah. But the next team, yeah, no, I understand <laughs> that. But the the team, okay, like I understand you can look at end results, but that team the following year in 2016 was far better than 2015. Like they were, they yeah, they but, beat the Bulls record. They were so good, and then like the and they have a the, three one lead. They had three one lead. That the suspension cucked them, and then LeBron James, who might be the best player of all time, yeah. was really good, and Kyrie Irving was really good. But they lost to a really good team. Yeah, but, but also, that 2016 also, was that 2016 team. I'll say this: it's they're far better than the Bucks. Who that that Warriors team is far more talented than the Bucks. More talented than them in 2015. Maybe actually, yeah. yeah, probably. Well, just going forward, they have the best shooting backcourt. Okay, that's fair enough. Like, I don't think their window's closed, but I do think it's. I don't think it's closed. I think it's still open a bit. I think it's still open a bit. It's, I think it's much more open than it's open because people can still get injured. They then they won't beat a healthy Brooklyn team. I would I would lean towards Brooklyn as yeah. well, but I still think that they could beat them, but. Sorry, don't say it's like a few inches open. Like there's a little breeze coming in. Like there's a chance. Yeah, but what whatever he was about to say, don't say it. <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say like, who's the best player in that matchup? Oh, see, I thought you were gonna say I think their window is bigger than another team's window. Whose? Like I thought you were gonna say their window is bigger than the Lakers' window. Oh, it is. Yeah, see. I know. I genuinely think that. That's ridiculous. LeBron's old. LeBron is he's, old. He's he's really starting to show his age. And Anthony Davis, yeah, ain't it? Don't even talk to me about that guy after <laughs> last season. <laughs> what did he do last season? No, I had him, him in my number fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're not talking about fantasy. <laughs> um, who's the best player in a in a Milwaukee Brooklyn series? The best player is Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant, but the most I agree. Un- with the most that. unstoppable player is Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Like, I agree that Kevin Durant's the best player in that series. Yeah. And then they have probably the next two best players as well, like if, Kevin Durant, Giannis. If this Milwaukee team, James Harden, Kyrie. If this Milwaukee team played that round one again, I think they win in like five games. Yeah, they they just played stupid in that round. Yeah, one. that's what I mean. I think they've learned a lot. I think they're gonna be oh, a better sorry, team. I, two. I think they're gonna add pieces, and so I don't, I don't think their window is necessarily open. I think it's much more open. I wasn't going to say the Lakers. I think it's much more open than the team they just played, the Phoenix Suns. I think your window, we kind of talked about. Oh, yeah. You guys are done. No. No, because we did talk. No, we, we, no, <laughs> no, we talked about this during the playoffs and we were like, oh, like even if the Suns don't win, but I've actually thought about it and I actually think the win, that window is much, much. I'm sorry. This was this was it. Two, this I was, don't know if it was two, it. No, this. Two players to, on that team have been in the playoffs before. Th- yeah, but yeah. Jay Crowder but and Chris Paul, second, no one else has been in the playoffs. But the second or best player, whichever way you want to look at it, is 36 and he's always injured. And everyone else in the conference isn't going to be injured again. 
Literally every single team in the Western Conference well, had a major injury except what, for you guys. What you just said about the Bucks learning how to win, I think the same applies. You learn how to lose. I think well, Devin Booker <laughs> can learn maybe not how to, to choke and have oh, the games he did in the finals. Like Mikael Bridges, players like that are going to be much better for it next season. And also just like winning, like when you get to the finals, you're going to attract yeah, other but, pieces. But you still need to beat. I know. The Lakers with Anthony Davis. And as if, a if, old if, man. If, so if everyone's healthy, you still got to beat the Lakers with Anthony Davis and whoever they get, dang, I would, whoever I, they let's get. Let's not bank on Anthony Davis I think Davis Damian Lillard's going to Philly. Whatever. You still need to beat the Lakers. You still yeah, need to if beat Anthony Davis. Is you healthy. still need to beat if the Clippers are healthy. You need to beat them. If the Nuggets are healthy, you need to beat them. We haven't even mentioned the Warriors yet. With number if eleven best player of all time, Steph the Curry. The Warriors could <laughs> maybe, depending on who they trade with the number of picks. What Clay Thompson's coming off an Achilles and an ACL. He's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a. Yeah. I'm not worried about the Warriors. Yeah, but that I'm was, worried about the Nuggets. That was your window. I. I'm like happy to bet that the Golden State Warriors are better than Phoenix next year. Oh we can discuss a bet after can, this can, if you want. I will take what do you want to bet? We'll talk about this off air. That's that's a bad bet. Yeah, I think well, I I think Phoenix's window is a little bit smaller. I don't even know if Chris Paul will be there. Like he could opt out. He could opt out. Come to come to that's LA. That's what Chris. I said. And then Come to oh, LA no. CP3. He's got one more season on his contract. Can he opt no, out? No, he can opt out this, this season, season to LA CP3. So you might not even he's not going to LA. LeBron's his guy. First guy to call LeBron him. LeBron is his guy. First guy to call him. C- CP3 pick and rolls. I with, didn't see uh, LeBron there at game six. Point guard pick and rolls with uh, Anthony Davis. Do you want Chris Paul? That's tough. Huh? Do you want Chris Paul? I just said come to LA. He's not going to LA. There is talks of the Lakers getting Russell Westbrook. That's. I not, feel like they should not want Russell sh- Westbrook on no, that It was Kyle Kuzma. No. Caruso. <laughs> Caruso wasn't a part Caruso. of it. Caruso is obviously not a part of it. Because no team wants him. Would you give? Would, would you give up player. if there was? <laughs> he's a championship oh, wait, player. actually, you don't. If you could trade for Damian Lillard, is Lillard would be who you'd want the most for point guard, right? Lillard would be who I want the most. Would you like? What if you had to trade Caruso for him? Who am I trading with Caruso? Kyle Kuzma, Caruso, and Schroeder, and Schroeder, and do you have any wait. picks? Do the Lakers have any picks left? <sighs> no, Schroeder's a free agent, isn't he? No, I don't think so. Is he? I'm pretty sign and sure trade. Let's go sign and, and trade. Yeah, pretty sure he's a free agent. Sign and trade. Would you do that? That's not even enough. You don't have any picks. How are you going to get Damian Lillard? I don't even know why we're talking about this. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd think about it. It would hurt me to let go of Caruso, but I think I have to do it. Fair enough. In order to pick up probably the I best available player right now I wouldn't, that, that will fit playing I wouldn't trade Caruso team. for Russell Westbrook, though. Yeah, I don't. You, if That's, I'm a Laker fan, I don't want Westbrook coming to LA. Caruso helps the Lakers win more than Russell Westbrook. What if it, <laughs> what if the trade was Kyle Kuzma and Schroeder for Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I take that. Yeah, I take that. Yeah. What if Caruso that. was in there too? No, I would. Well, I mean, I'm not. What? <laughs> I would do that. He's an elite defender. Okay, he's not an elite defender. <laughs> he's, an elite he's a defender. good. Defender. He's a good. No, he's quiet. He's, he's a good. He's defender. very good. I'm sorry. Did he's, he make? Or, and what all and made Steph Curry made? number 11 best He's player of all time turned the ball over in that playing yeah. game straight up straight up locked Steph Curry He's down, a down the stretch he locked Steph Curry down, down He's the a I mean like the triple teams at halfway whoa, with whoa, Anthony whoa, Davis just, coming whoa, out can we just can uh, we just rewind to the 2020 slow Steph down game 6 2020 finals 
the Lakers make a starting five lineup change? Oh, Who do they put into the lineup to start the game? Does that mean Caruso should have been the finals MVP like Iguodala? No, because he only started one game. Who 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 do they put in? Alex Caruso. What happened? It. What happened? They destroyed them. What, Co- the Miami, what all the Miami Heat players got injured. Shut them down. Correlation or not correlation. Dragic. Whatever. Okay, I have a new question. Uh, I I brought this up on on my latest on my last podcast. I just thought I'd throw it out there to you guys. Does Chris, does Chris Paul get his jersey retired? Anyway, at Phoenix? No, wait, anywhere. Uh he should get his jersey retired at the Clippers. The Mate. standards are pretty low there. He's the, he, best, he's the best Clippers player of all time. If he doesn't get his, do the Clippers do the Clippers, ha- the Clippers, Clippers have a jersey tragic. a player tr- retired? I don't think so. I wouldn't think so either. But he, if he doesn't get his jersey retired at the Clippers, that is just. But what? Rude. Like, I mean, what, what? I know nothing happened. I know or New Orleans, but like, I feel like he had a bigger impact he on New Orleans. Reinvigorated the franchise. New Orleans. Blake Griffin reinvigorated the franchise. Yeah, Blake I mean, Griffin. There's no Lob City without Chris Paul throwing. There's, 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 there's a that was like Lob, dunk, that was Lob City. That was Lob, <laughs> it was Lob City before Chris. It Paul wasn't hard to throw lobs at Blake Griffin. I mean, who's, who's, dunk City who's a better player? Who's a better player for the Clippers? Blake Griffin or Chris Paul? Chris I mean, Paul. there was yeah, but, but there was a mo- there was some moments there where Blake Griffin was like a top three guy. Blake Griffin in the NBA. was there for a season without Chris Paul, I think, or half a season without Chris Paul, and that's Chris, when he Chris did. Paul wasn't there as that's when he did the crazy, ridiculous dunks like on Mozgov. That like the first Mozgov was without Chris Paul. The first Mozgov. The first Mozgov was, was without Chris Paul. Rest in peace, Mozgov. What if Chris Paul, like if, his, like if he wins, if they win the title, like if Phoenix won the title this well, season. Well, obviously, but they didn't. If, if Brandon Jennings is a Bucks legend, <laughs> yeah. Chris, Paul, Chris Paul gets his jersey retired. Like, that's the weirdest. Be, it should have been Brandon Jennings' Bucks icon. I had, like, to, pause, never, I had to pause my screen on my phone because I wasn't reading it correctly. Is that the <laughs> the just the worst storyline of the whole the finals? Because there, there, so, <laughs> there was so Bucks and six. There was so, but wasn't that interview from like ages ago? Yeah, yeah. and like, they just it? replayed it. Like so, he didn't predict ago. anything. Yeah, but it's a meme. So yeah, and he and became it was a like Bucks eight years ago or because something. of it. Yeah. He is an iconic player for their franchise. I mean, he's got fifty five as a rookie. Yeah, he didn't do anything after his rookie season. Well, he had he had a spectacular rookie season. Like, he did. You've got, you've got that it. was the like, that was the weirdest worst storyline ever like why are we looking at Brandon Jennings face right now Bucks legend not Oscar Brandon Jennings <laughs> is Giannis the best Milwaukee Buck of all time well I think Kareem played for the Bucks didn't he yeah he did <laughs> <laughs> but he did, he's second he did his best work in the in the purple he might he, he, he might he, if he stays with if the he Bucks stays with them, he'll yeah, be the best player of all time in the box. Fair enough. Did you have Steph over Kareem? No. Just trying, just trying. He did. No, I didn't he had Kareem's fifth or sixth. Fourth. I don't know. Believable. Kareem's fourth. Okay. No, wait. Sorry. He's fifth. Bill no, Russell's fourth. Cr- I, know, I know what I'm saying. Um. So I was going to talk about jersey retirements. Like with the NBA, the way it's like, like with the player movement, what is even, what are jersey retirements even going to look like these days? Because the people that get their jerseys retired are usually guys that are there for a while and obviously bring some sort of success to the team. Yeah. How, how many players – I've made a, I've made my own list, but how many players do you think are locks right now to get their jersey retired? And for what team? For 
LeBron. LeBron will get it. He's retired for three teams right now. Yeah, Cleveland. Miami, yeah, I don't Lakers. think he gets a retired for three teams. Yes, he does. He's what? If what? you win a ch- if you're LeBron yeah, James, and you won, win a I don't think he gets his jersey retired in, in the Lakers. Yes, he, he won does. a championship. No, Sorry, bro. Did. I don't think. He <laughs> Sorry, <gets> bro. <laughs> you're going to be looking I, at LeBron James' jersey. I, 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 I honestly don't think he gets his jersey retired with the Lakers. I'm more sure about depends that what depends what he does. If he will be better than the Suns. If LeBron James doesn't play another game. He's not getting his jersey retired. I think he does. I think he does too. He won you a championship. So? Okay. I think LeBron. Two against one. I think LeBron gets. gets, I think he gets it retired there. Um, No, he gets it. Cavs in Miami. Yeah. I mean, they're more. Giannis would get it. Giannis for Milwaukee, yeah. Kawhi, the Spurs. Does he? No. I think he'd be close. No way. Not after how he. I guess actually no. The way he left. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I have a, I have a locks. I have a locks, a possibles, and a probables. Probables and possibles. Stephen Clay. Draymond. I said. Okay, so I said my locks were LeBron, Steph, Durant in Golden State. Durant in Golden State. He has two Finals MVPs. Okay, he won two championships. Nah, he's. I think it's more likely he gets his retired in Golden State. I think it's more likely that Russell Westbrook gets his jersey retired in yeah, Oklahoma I than Kevin Durant. Oh no, that's definitely more likely. But so this is my locks. This is my hundred percent no doubt. This person gets his jersey retired there, and I had LeBron at the Lakers too. By the way, um, that's correct. Steph Durant we'll in see. Golden State and Giannis for Milwaukee. My probables: I had Draymond, Clay, Russell Westbrook in OKC, and Kawhi in Toronto. Ooh. I don't know if Kawhi gets. It's not. That, you, you so just nothing's you, happened in yeah. Toronto. Well, nothing. Will, nothing. Nothing will yeah. ever happen again. You don't really get your yeah. jersey retired just because you they won love a chip there. with a team. No, but but that's the whole. Yeah, point. but it's their first and their only championship. Yeah. Like they might never win again. No, they will retire Kyle Lowry's jersey. Oh, I've, I didn't even Kawhi think about Kawhi Kyle Lowry. Actually, I would almost say Kyle Lowry's a lock. Kyle Lowry got his jersey retired before Kawhi. I'm gonna. You gotta I, be at a team for like a little. Yeah, bit. I actually think I didn't even know. I didn't think about him. I think Kyle Lowry's a lock. I think Kawhi Leonard's a probable, and then yeah, Clay, Draymond, Russell Westbrook probables. Then my possibles was Kyrie in Cleveland. Like Tough. he was drafted there, won a championship. Kyrie in Boston. <laughs> we could ask Bill Simmons <laughs> what he thinks. <laughs> ask any Boston. He, he loves the show. Uh, and then I said, <laughs> sure I said Kawhi in San Antonio is a possible. Yeah, I think more likely at Toronto actually now that I think about it. And then I said, and I hate to say this one because it brings up stuff for Tim to talk shit again, but Iguodala in Golden State. Finals MVP. Finals MVP. He did win a finals MVP. He did. I feel like him. It's more finals MVP That's five stuff. players from that run though. They get that retired. That seems excessive for only three championships. I mean, Luca's getting his jersey retired wherever he wins a championship. Yeah, but he hasn't won one yet. Why are we talking about? He's Luka? not a he's not a, pro, a probable or anywhere possible. Luca gets his jersey retired for the team he plays the longest with. That's a lock. What? I'm not locking that in. I'm not locking that in either. And and do the guys chubby, like he could he could just be injured him. for the rest of his career. Devin Booker keeps playing for the Suns and never wins. He'll get his jersey retired. It's well, Luca Doncic is better. Denver. Yeah, I agree. Denver. He is better, but I think you can calm down on that hot take, bro. That's just Luka Doncic. He's getting his jersey retired for two whatever. best two best young players in the game. All right. <clears throat> I mean, how old is Giannis? 25, 26? 26. I'm gonna He's not year. even. Oh, okay, never mind. That's now like prime. That's not young. All right. Well, 
That's been a lot of NBA. I don't. I can't actually okay. see how we've been talking for fifty-four minutes. Oh really? <laughs> and we haven't even gotten on to. I feel the like main... we could have talked about it for a lot longer. Yeah, it goes quick. Um, so the this the reason I actually thought of these two guys to come on my podcast today was I thought they were my two friends that could uh, do this with me the best. Um, th- this idea came from I, I promised I'd shout him out. Uh, shout out to Kai. Uh, coach over at Fullerton Basketball right now. He was a, a player over there too. Um, he's going to be hopping on the podcast soon, but oh my goodness. Um, but he, yeah, he's from America and he, uh, he listens to the podcast. He's a big fan. Um, I love his Snapchats. I get them all the time. Uh, he sent me a Snapchat listening to one of my last podcasts where I was talking about rugby league and he was listening to like the rugby league section and he, I, I snapped him back. I was like, bro, do you even know what I'm talking about? He's like, nah, but I just want to learn about Australian culture and everything. So I, I'm just listening to it. Australian culture. There's a lot of culture in Australia. There is a lot of culture. Relax. Relax. <laughs> Tim from Malaysia doesn't, he might say some disrespectful this, this things. This could to be that. another podcast actually. <laughs> yeah. Just um, things Tim says. But yeah, he was listening to a rugby league uh the rugby league segment and I kind of came up with an idea of, okay, well, how could I teach rugby league uh, to people that I decided NBA fans, I thought, do I go sporting like worldwide or do I go, do I go American sports? I've decided just to go NBA. Um, and so basically what we've decided to do, what I brought these two guys on for, cause they obviously both watch basketball and rugby league is we were going to make our starting 13 plus four bench spots. Um, I think they both prepared for bench spots as well. Uh, Tim just looked at his laptop. I did. did. (laughs) Tim, Tim arrived in Tim fashion and was still finishing his team on his laptop. Um, Tim fashion. Yeah. But late and unprepared, late and unprepared, extremely late, slightly unprepared. Um, but yeah, so we decided to make our teams using NBA players, um, kind of taking their attributes, their abilities, physical skill wise, and kind of twisting them into, I guess, a rugby league format. Um, just to explain the game, explain the positions. Uh, I also said that height feels a little bit relative here just because there's seven footers and whatnot in the NBA. So like a seven footer in the NBA might be a six, six guy in the NRL and, and things like that. So it is a little bit relative, but we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with it. Um, but yeah, I, I think probably the first way to go about this is just, I'll just explain the rules very briefly. So just, just to be clear, we're not trying to make the best no. rugby league team from the current NBA players, but we're trying to pick the NBA players that fit the descriptions or, uh, or have or have the NBA players that have NBA attributes that mirror the same positions and yeah. rugby league attributes. I've probably gone with the team that wins yeah. a rugby league game. This, this is interesting. But if you haven't done that, that's fine because this isn't a competition. This well, I probably went more with attributes and things like that because I feel like if you like a team that wins, I, it's going to be a lot more just physically who can play the game. Yeah, I think and I think we're all going to be a bit less interesting well, to me. Well, what, what I wanted to do was I wanted to create a team that would explain rugby yeah. league to an NBA fan. So like there's no competition, I guess here of like whose team would win, but it's more of just a, let's, let's throw out how we thought of this in, I guess, in a creative manner. 
That's fine. So, but for the record, my team would win. So I think my team will win an actual rugby league. So you game, did. You did. So don't if, bring up a player's so name. No, no, no. So if Tom, if Tom Brady is like yeah. the goat quarterback, right? Yeah. If I was making an NFL, you, you, what you did is you picked like LeBron James as the quarterback instead of like Chris Paul. No. Type what? Of thing. No, as if, like, I was, if, like, if I was making a crossover, like I would, I would have like a, uh, I don't, yeah, maybe Chris Paul at quarterback. Okay. And over a well, I think I understand what you're saying. Like if you say, if you yeah. say, let's make a, a NRL team out of NFL players, like you could pick Tom Brady. We probably should have discussed this. But, but you, if you say you actually want to win, you're not picking Tom Brady to play rugby league. No, like, you're not. He'll get destroyed. Yeah. 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 No. If I was if I was using NFL players to make a rugby league team, Tom Brady wouldn't make my side. But have uh, you done that with this? No, actually, like, I was, picking players that probably physically might not be capable of playing. I like, think all my phys- all my players can physically play right, rugby okay. league. Okay. Because let's be real, you can't you can't pick like a lanky like you can't pick Kevin, Kevin Durant can't play rugby. Kevin Durant is not in my side. <laughs> Kevin, I don't Kevin think Durant, anyone's picking Kevin. Kevin Durant's yeah, not Kevin, in my side. So like that's just like what I'm. That's just out of the question. That's what I'm trying to get here. Like even though. Like in rugby league, a winger should be fast, tall, I guess, quick, prototypical. There's plenty of fast, yeah. tall guys. Prototypical that winger. Aren't Kevin yeah, a fast, tall winger <laughs> with good hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can jump, can, can yeah. get balls. Yeah. Even though Kevin Durant fits that description in a basketball sense, like he's fast, tall in basketball. Yeah. He would get crushed in rugby. Yeah. Because he's skinny. I've, I've, I've taken that into account. Chris, okay. Yeah, Kevin okay. Durant's not on my side. Okay. I don't. He's not making anyone side. And if, <laughs> if right, he is, just, he's I think Kevin Durant. Okay, we'll just, we'll talk, just get into yeah, it. We'll we can, okay, uh, but I thought I'd just explain rugby league rules really quick. So it's 13 aside. You get four on your bench. Um, the game starts by a kickoff. So just from halfway, one team will kick to the other. You can't kick it out on the full, basically. Uh, one team will gain possession, and then they'll have six tackles to either score or give the ball back to the other team. Most teams near the back end of their sets will probably kick the ball if they're not near the other team's try line uh, or I don't, we'd call it end zone. I don't know. Try um, line, end zone. Try line, end zone. Yeah. yeah. Try zone. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they got six yeah. tackles. So you can kick whenever you want in rugby league. So some teams will kick early if they're really stuck down their end. Some might use up their, all five tackles, then get to a kick, or maybe you just use all six tackles. Um if you get tackled on the sixth tackle, you'll hand the ball over. The other team will get to play the ball from where they're at. Um, if you kick the ball, then the other team will obviously just receive the ball. It's basically um, just NFL downs, really. Yeah, but the, there's no resets. Yeah, there's no resets. Yeah. Um, uh, after being tackled, oh, oh let's go ta- through tackling rules. You can't tackle above the head. Uh, the rules have kind of changed these days. You can't lead with a shoulder. You've got to make an attempt to wrap the person's body up. But besides that, you can pretty much tackle them in any manner. There's no restrictions on how many people can be in a tackle. Um, you can't, if there's multiple people in a tackle, you can't rake at the person carrying the ball. You can't rake at the ball. Um, I, am I missing anything there? You can't spear someone head first. Oh, uh, you can't take, yeah, you can't put someone past horizontal. So their head can't. Head can't go towards the ground before their body. Um, when you've been tackled, you just you stand up, you place the ball on the ground, you roll it back with your foot, so you just play the ball. Um, you can't project the ball forward, so you can't drop the ball, you can't fumble the ball forward, you can't pass the ball forward. The ball's got to go backwards every time. Um, 
uh, scoring. So you've got to you can't just go over the end zone like in like in American football. You've got to place the ball down in the try area. Um, that's worth four points. So a try is worth four points. Uh, when you score, you then get to kick a conversion. Uh, except our conversions, you take them from the angle in which you scored. So if you, if someone scored in the corner, you've got to kick the conversion from and the then corner. You can choose the distance, like yeah. I think go. you can't be within ten meters, like from the try line. So, yeah. but obviously, the further back you make it, the angle gets a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, and then oh, and you can also kick a field goal. So field goal is a little bit different to an NFL field goal there's not someone holding the ball for you to kick it you got to drop the ball on the ground yourself and kick it off the off the ground i don't have off the bounce yeah you kick it off the bounce um and that's the only time you can project a ball forward i guess and it's not classified as a knock-on sounded like you were making fun of nfl field goal kickers i didn't do that Uh, they make their money good for them (laughs) uh i don't know am i missing any rules there's like scrums and stuff field goals worth one point uh, field goals worth one point unless you kick it from 40 out now it's worth two new rule um, Greg Ingleston was ahead of his time. <laughs> um, just a little Australian joke there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Am I missing anything? I think that's that's mostly it. Um, much, yeah. yeah. If if you want to look at more, just watch it. Watch it yourself. YouTube it. There's probably a better explanation on there. Um, nah, who <laughs> who wants to start? <laughs> who wants to start? It's, it's your podcast. You can start. I think I should go last. I think you should go last as the podcaster. Yeah. How about you go? You go first, Max. I'll go first. Should I just start at fullback, I guess? Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. That's what I was going to do. I was going to explain the positions. Yeah. Actually, that would would help. So fullback uh, primarily. So defensively, they are behind the defensive line. Uh, They're communicating. uh, Then they're also there to look after kicks, basically. So if a team puts a kick through, they're there to obviously manage that. And they're kind of the last line of defense. So that's their role defensively. In attack, there's in rugby league, there's a formation. So it tends to go from the outside in. It goes two wings on each outside, two centers inside of those on either side, two second rowers either side of them. And then in the middle of the field, you have your big props who are, and then you have your dummy half or hooker. Um, and then you have your halves. So the wingers tend to be your fast, fast, agile, your finishers. Centers are a little bit similar, but maybe a little bit stronger, a little bit bigger, um, maybe a little bit more ball uh, ball playing ability, a bit more playmaking ability. Uh, your second rows are kind of just – they kind of just get bigger from the centers. Yeah. So a little bit less ball playing. Some of them are good ball players, but um, taller. taller, bigger, a little bit slower, probably a really good defender. Yeah. Um, and then you have your front row who's your big boppers, um, not as usually tend to not be as fit, but that's kind of changing in the game today. Um, just your big, strong guys don't do a lot of ball playing. They do a lot of the tough carries up the field. Um, then you've got your dummy half or hooker, probably the only sport in the country in the world that would name a position hooker, but, uh, they, their, their job tends to be a lot of tackling in defense. Um, but then, in attack, they kind of follow the ball. And so when a player plays the ball after being tackled, they're kind of just to make sure that there's someone that looks after that position of passing the ball from there. That's their job. Um, am I missing? Oh, lock. So lock is kind of – lock's a weird one. Yeah. It's kind of – that's the position that's kind of changed over the years. There's lots of ways to play it. Even today, lots of people play it differently. Some play it as like an extra playmaker on the field. 
some play it as like an extra prop, like an extra big bopper, like just hit, making hit ups. Um, and yeah, and then the last two positions are your halves, your five eight, and your halfback. Um, these are played a little bit differently, or they're played the same. So some teams will play with uh, their halfback and their five eight on different sides of the field, and they just control their side of the field. Others will play a halfback as kind of a first receiver off tackles. And then the five eighth is like kind of more of a Roma, but there's kind of different ways to play it. But um, yeah, I think that's all the positions. So, and then you have four on the bench as well. And then you're four on the bench. You, coaches typically, there's usually like a utility player that can kind of yeah. cover multiple positions. Number 14, yeah. And then there's, uh, and then you tend to have your forwards. So it's kind of whatever you want. Like some people put two, two quick guys on the bench. It's, yeah. I'm sure yeah. when you guys try to explain your picks that, You'll describe why yeah, they should play yeah. that position. Yeah, yeah, we will. But I just wanted to probably just, wrongly, but continue. <laughs> wrongly, I will say that when we wrongly. talk rugby That's league, a we That's a word, right? when when we talk rugby league, it tends to be two on one, and Tim's usually yes. the outer when it comes to opinions. But we'll we'll let's listen to Max's side. All right. So I'll just go from one to seventeen. So first position, fullback. I have fullback. LeBron James. Yep. So just a supreme athlete. <laughs> Waila, supreme no, athlete. He's going to be really good athlete. under the high ball. Yep. He's going to be physical with his tackles in like the last line of defense. And then also, like especially with the way the game is played today, he's almost going to be kind of like a third half. Like he's going to be out the back of play. He's going to have really good ball skills. Like you want a fullback that can pass the ball. Yeah. An attack. So I think That's LeBron James pick. is perfect. Thank you. It's a good pick. I think it's perfect for him. Uh, so my wingers. You first go wing. One. So the two guys out wide. Yeah. So yeah. First winger, Darren Fox. Mm. Uh, Wait, just, sorry. Just that. Did you have a like a second fullback or was LeBron just like? No, I was straight up just like LeBron's yeah, being my fullback. Um, so my first winger would be Darren Fox. Um, I picked basically just probably the fastest guy in the NBA. Skinny. Not, skinny, not the biggest, like not the most physically strong, but. Not to be confused by the fastest player in the world, which is the Fox. Which I also was like. From I mean, Melbourne. Say, say his full name. His whole name. Huh? Josh Adokar. Josh Adokar, nicknamed the Fox, probably the, the Fox. fastest player in rugby league. I, Why the Fox? I thought it was I fitting know. that Darren Fox had. I didn't think the Fox, Fox was the fastest land, land animals, but you know. I'm pretty sure it was a nickname. He's like his like grandmother a gave him yeah. or something like that. There's down. actually like calm some, down. there's an emotional attachment to that yeah. name. You're just, thought, you thought, sound like a prick right I thought, now. I thought a uh, crazy commentator who called him the fastest player in the world also gave him the nickname. The no, Fox I don't think so. Anyways, Darren Fox. Um, then fifth, I picked Giannis. So so it's your other so winger. Fifth, other so winger, yeah. Other so wingers yeah. wear number two and number five. Or, yeah. I guess for the, those in America, you. Each player wears the number on their jersey that corresponds to their, the position they play. Yeah. They don't get to pick your own number. Which doesn't mean you have to stay in a position, yeah. but yeah, it's just kind of like a... It's, just, a, it's actually helpful if you're learning the game. Yeah, you can see just, the number well, they're wearing. like if basketball players position. played one through five and yeah. the jerseys yeah. were one through five. Yeah. So yeah, I picked Giannis. Um, I did think about putting him in the second row. But I, I can understand that. Like he's rangy and physical. I just think, yeah, Giannis, you know, under a high ball. Like good pick. Good, good luck yeah. trying to out jump Giannis good. and get the ball. Um, probably like he's not probably not the fastest, but he's still fast enough. Yeah. Um, so then my two centers that play on the inside of the wing, I have Russell Westbrook. 
Um, yep. I just think he's he would be like a perfect center. Um, just like very, very strong, very agile, very good on his feet. Just run over the top of you if he can. Um, he also only makes passes to the wing, like the baseline. Yeah. And so he just, yeah, he can just like, throw a pass out to the wing of that. Like, yeah. He's, like, yeah. He's when, setting up a lot of tries. Yeah. When Westbrook like gets the ball in basketball, like it feels like he's decided what he's going to do. And I feel like that would work well he's, in rugby league a lot of the time. He's, he's going to beat one-on-one tackles yeah. and he's going to set up drives. I feel like he'd yeah. be kind of like kind of stags. Um, like he's going to be. Yeah. He's going to beat. His he'd be a little bit like a tiny, and he's crazy quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my other center, I picked Zion Williams. Oh my god! What? Holy shit! I know. <laughs> what? I know. I thought it was an interesting pick, but I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun having like. Well. You're I'm, so I'm gonna whoa. no. That's you can't change it, but I'm just gonna say he can't play good, a full game. Good, yeah, good luck having him play a full eighty. I was gonna say the same he's, thing. He's gonna, leave. but that's fine, man. Nah. That's cool. Well, maybe he's, very explosive, very big. Good yeah, luck playing the for, full eighty for twenty minutes of a half. But that's okay. Keep fun. going. The first twenty minutes. I mean, if we if we have to bring in the fourteenth man, and, no, no, no. Keep and going. Second role moves to the center, but I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun. For, like for Zion is whoa, whoa. running over so anyone for context for anyone who doesn't watch rugby league. Generally, every single player except the front rows. Or the props, as Isaac called them and in the intro. So, yeah, yeah every, yeah, single, front rows every single player except for generally the biggest players on the field play the entire 80 minutes of a rugby league game. Most of the time. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. I have Zion. Faith. I have faith. Zion can't do that, but continue. Yeah. I mean, I picked it for fun. Okay, let's calm also, down. Also, Max just had his first blowout. Yeah. It only took an hour and 11 minutes. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say anything else. I'm surprised you took that long. I'm, but that's- I'm, honestly, I'm surprised I haven't had one before that either. All right, so um, that's Giannis at your so other center. for, I already, Russell Westbrook and- I mean, I mean uh, Zion at your Zion center. Zion and Westbrook are my centers. Okay, so for my number six, uh, I'll give an honorable mention to Patty Mills. <laughs> I, I can guarantee he'll be Isaac's number six. Well, Patty Mills is- Patty Mills isn't my number six. Patty Mills will be the- Probably the best rugby yeah. league uh, player in the NBA. Yeah. Out of everyone being from Australia, like you'd think he maybe maybe Ben Simmons, maybe Delvado. Nah, I, I feel Patty like Mills. Patty Mills definitely play a lot more footy than Ben Simmons has. Yeah, Ben Simmons um, would be shit at league. He's not about the fellas. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> whoa. Um, so honorable mention to Patty, but I went with James Harden <laughs> as my number six. Um, I think he'd be you know he's pretty quick. James yeah. Harden at six? Yeah. I don't mind that. He'd be a good ball runner. James Harden number six. Yes. I don't mind it. Yeah. yeah like he's very skillful. Very you skilled. Know. Good footwork. He, he's going to have yeah. great cutout passes, great footwork. Yeah. He's going to be a dangerous runner. Like yeah. He's going to be worried about him. A little bit more selfish in the halfback, yeah. which is fine. Which exactly. Yeah. If I'm yeah. picking a more selfish player, I want him to be my six. He's going to get run over like Willie Mason and Matty Bone, but continue. Harden? What? He's so he's big. He's Matt. No, he's so big. James Harden is going to oh, be well, solid. Sorry, defense. not going to get run over because he's just not going to be in front of them because he's not going to. He's not going to bother moving his feet. Like he, yeah, Harden, there are, there is some question marks on his defense, but I think yeah. he's fine. He might be one he's of the fair. strongest players. Yeah, like, he's strong. Yeah, he's strong. He's, he'll have no problem tackling if he wants yeah. to. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's. I think it's a decent pick. Okay, keep, keep so num- if he wants number seven, I picked Chris Paul. Yep, it's fair. I think he's like, like. Halfbacks are those guys, like the players that are like the leaders typically and like the main ball player are like generally like very skillful. So 
Chris Paul would be perfect for yeah. leading. So I'm just, I'm just going to come out and say Chris Paul's my number seven too. Yeah. He's not my number seven. Yeah. That's, he's, he was the only number <laughs> seven to pick. Um, so yeah, like for those who don't understand, like he, he would be perfect. Like your number seven is typically not super strong or super athletic and fast, but they're generally, they're going to be very good at kicking, very skillful, very good at getting their team around the park and getting them what they need to do. And I feel like out of, in the NBA, Chris Paul would just be perfect for that. Yeah, he's a good But apparently back. there's someone better. He's, he's, the, he's the point guard. So your, num- yeah. your number seven is- Yeah, your number seven is your point guard. Your number guard. seven should basically be your best point guard. Yeah. yeah, your seven or six is probably your point guard. One of the smallest people on the field, generally. Uh, yeah. Like Chris Paul's actually the size of- yeah, like he's what quite a good size. Yeah. That could actually be like- Solid. Good defender too. Good defender. Okay, number, my first- it's not my seven. Number eight, my first front rower or prop, I went with. Oh, we we didn't explain it. Also, we're allowed to have two players. Oh yeah, we should that have said are that. Retired. Yeah, yes. two two yeah retired yeah. NBA players two to bring in. So, I picked the big Diesel, the big Aristotle, Shaq. <laughs> yeah, he picks himself. He picks himself. <laughs> like I feel like out of any NBA player, current retired, it like who just wouldn't want to see the Shaq attack. Get on the footy field and just run. We've over all wanted some, to see it. I think like, he's my front row as well. By I the think, way, I think he's going to have some trouble moving up and down that oh, field. He's playing like yeah, he played the first twenty. Yeah, that's it. Yes, and then the, the last fifteen. <laughs> the, the first game he ever plays, he might just play twenty minutes. Like if that, like even prime. Shaq. So, no, so Shaq was still so what, pretty what, what fit. Year, what, like prime. What year, what year Shaq are you taking here? Yeah, you you take him like. 2000. 2000, 2001, I'm taking Prime Shack. Maybe 98, actually. Maybe like 98. You're taking taking 96 Shack. No, no, no. That's too thin. That's too skinny. I mean, he's still massive. He's still massive. But he really just gets thin. I want Prime. (laughs) I'm taking 2000. Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah, okay. There's a bench for a reason. I am concerned. I am really concerned, though, that you have Shack. And Zion. And then Zion. And you're James expecting Hart. Zion to play the 80. No, Harden's fine. Harden's but fine. Harden's dude. fine. But you're expecting Zion to play the full 80. Yeah. That, I'm concerned it's, it's for you. Boppers. I'm concerned yeah. for you. But hey, just start them on if, the next if, if I had to change yeah. one, I'll get rid of Zion. But like, I just they, want they're to. They're getting. No, that's fine. They're getting fine. cut up. They're getting you know, sliced. I think, I, think, nah, I think my bench Zion's. players will make up for Shaq's lack of fitness. Shaq's one of your front rows. Okay. Who's the other front row? My other front row. I've got it too. Thanks. While the front rower, um, yeah, I guess it doesn't really bopper. matter who started. Other big bopper, yeah. I think I'll probably go like Stephen Adams. Yep, maybe. Yeah, he's, big, he's strong. I mean, yeah, like often like described. I think Duncan Robinson described him recently strongest player in the as the strongest player in the NBA. Yeah. And also, there's that Jimmy Butler interview is pretty funny. Sets the worst screens. He's from New Zealand, Samoan heritage. Probably played. He rugby. has like, played union. If, if that guy yeah. hasn't played rugby union, like he's played rugby union. Yeah, he like, said it. Maybe he's the best rugby player. Maybe. I I probably still go Patty. He's a lock. Like he, he's he's a lock. He could probably just play rugby. Yeah. yeah. He could he could play rugby union. Not league. Too big, too tall for league, but anyway, he's yeah. he has to be. If he you didn't pick him, like I would have I think everyone slapped picked him. you. Yeah, yeah, we've all got Steam now. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so I guess I go with my number nine, my hooker. Yep. I went with Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> what? I know no, Ben that's Simmons. Okay. Yeah. Ben, ben, well, I have my so, reasons. No, 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 no. I'm ready. Yeah. I already know what you're going to say because yeah. I actually considered it myself. Yeah. This was the. But then I did. I'm just so filthy. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, I know. I'm filthy as well. I mean, I mean, Tim doesn't care because Tim's not a show. No, well, no. Uh, my only, my only comment about your number nine pick is Ben Simmons is six ten, 
and it's relative. No, but it's relative. It's relative. So he's a he's a tall. Stephen hooker, Adams. Stephen Adams is seven. What? Like he can't play. Yeah, it, exactly. It's a little bit That's, relative. Exactly. It's Ben Simmons is six ten, and Stephen Adams is two inches you, taller than yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah. So and Ben Simmons is playing going, a hooker, which is if we're going relative, your hooker is basically a player. I know you, you are kind of saying your hooker is like six foot four. I know, but I'm just no, no, no. I understand why you're about to pick him. I'm not going to be like let's let's make explain why I understand percent of the actual. I can like I know why great great defender, good playmaker. Hookers are normally the shortest player. I'm let's let's just yeah. I'm not one of one of the smallest. I'd say normally the shortest, but whatever. I'm just like I'm not like that. Never came into like is Ben Simmons too tall? Like they're all tall. Ben Simmons, as we know, is a phenomenal passer, playmaker. Yeah, Phenomenal passer and playmaker, like obviously does not want to shoot the ball, no. but he's as not, a hooker, that's per, like that's perfect. Like he's going to be a dangerous runner of the ball. Like he's very fast and athletic. Like if he get picks the ball up in a ruck, you know, around those bigger, slower, f- like forwards, front rowers, he's running like around Shaq. He's running around Shaq. Like he's, he's scoring less than the second best player of all time, Cameron Smith. I'm anyway. Gonna- but continue. Can, you can save your cheap shots. Yeah, I'm not going to be negative about your team, yeah. but I will knock this one for a couple of reasons. One, he's just far too much of a pretty boy to be playing in that's the number true. nine. Like he's just although he you know, he is a defensive. That's, that's he's first but he team does but like, he does yeah, lock in defense all defense. Blow, out, blow out number two. Okay. <laughs> he's he, all, uh, yeah. He's first team all defense. <laughs> it's actually three. Like, that was one before. Yeah, no, so, it's, yeah. it's number two. He's first team all defense. He's going to be elite on the defensive side. Yeah. The we'll, my we'll other thing is we'll like I don't know he's just not about <laughs> he's not allowed he's, he's not, just not about the fellas yeah he didn't, you can't you can't I mean Alex Len's a pretty boy there's some pretty boys in the NRL I know I know he's playing hooker yeah. which you know they're generally no it's cool they have a face that I understand why you how many up. tackles I can how many tackles do hookers make a game like thirty oh I mean if you're McCulloch it's like fifty I'd say yeah. like twenty five to thirty or twenty five to forty would be pretty normal pretty yeah. good all right keep going um my second roller fifty tackles. My second roller, I went with another all-time pick. I went with the mailman. I went with Carl Malone. That's big. Like Some big biceps. I don't know. Ma- what was your second all-time pick? The mailman. Like massive, massive dude. Tough. Like he's not a pretty boy. Some like he is tough. Leaving, you're leaving some athletes. No, that's okay. He's a split. No, no, he's, no, he's, he's an athlete. He's an athlete. He's an athlete. He's an athlete. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. What half is going to want to stand in front of? Yeah, yeah. So no, he's your second, second row, did you say? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So like he yeah. he's he's looking to be fast. Um like and like another little fun thing I had was like we all know like he's an avid hunter and like <laughs> what? <laughs> let me in it. Like he's gonna go hunting for the he's gonna be go, he's gonna go hunting. <laughs> what is he what he's gonna go hunting for the halfback? No. What? He's gonna go hunting for early ball and hit ups. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't I don't wanna move th- on to your life. No, wait, I don't wanna throw too no. much shade at current players, but no. you know, Dave Fafita yeah, never yeah. he never goes hunting for an early hit first, up. He never goes hunting for hard hard <laughs> first, first, first of all, Carl Carmelin's he's pretty slow. But yeah, continue. Yeah. Let's go, let's go. Keep it going. Um and then I had Blake Griffin as my other second roller. Yeah. That's right. Carmelone isn't, isn't, isn't performing in the clutch, but continue. Anyway, uh, Blake Griffin just super athletic. No one wants to yeah, them be yeah, running yeah, at him. He'll be fine in defense. Good contact. Stucky. Yeah. I don't think he'd be good in defense, but that's he doesn't defend in the NBA. Well, oh, just, no, no, no. He, def- he defended Giannis. No, that's fair. Maybe, he maybe he's the second rower now. He got his body he was standing right up for his Giannis. defense the other day. No, yeah. no, he actually did play good defense this year. Okay. Play, um, play better defense than DeAndre Ayton. That's true. 
And my uh, my lock, my number thirteen uh, honorable mention to uh, uh, one of Tim's favorite players, actually Jay Crowder. I consider <laughs> Jay, Jay, Crowder. Jay Crowder just a solid dude. Wow. <laughs> but yep. I went with Draymond Green as yeah. my thirteen. Um, I just think he's like perfect, like hard worker. He's going to be really physical on the defensive side, and then I'd play him as like a ball playing lock, um, just following the ball around. Play him as anything. Yeah. He's, a, he's an animal. Um, I just think he'd be perfect. Sweet. He'd be perfect to go along with the halves and playmate. So who's your who's your number 14, your six man? I went with the six man, Andre Iguodala. Oh, yeah. I think. That's a good pick. I, I like that. I think. Yeah, a bit of everything. Don't make that face, Tim. Yeah, he does is a bit he, of everything. Is he still active? Yes. He's still um, active on Miami. I checked. I checked. Okay. I checked. He's still active on Miami. He's still on their roster. That's so, uh, Yeah. Um, I think that he can play multiple positions. I think he could slot into the outside backs if there's an injury. You know, he could play on the center on the wing. This is young Andre as well, by the way. Like, I'm not picking current Andre. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's too old now. Well, um, no, you have to because you've already used your two all-time picks. Yeah. Well, he's still in the NBA. So no, no, no. You can, you can pick the prime. Yeah. You can pick the prime version. Oh, uh, fair enough. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Like fair LeBron, enough. it's like prime Yeah, that's LeBron. fair enough. Yeah. Okay. And then, so I think he could also fit into the halves. Yeah, and like yeah, a yeah. nine. I feel like he can play pretty much he every can play position. Every position. Except for maybe like the front row, second row. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sixth man of the year has a book named the sixth man. Perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my first uh, forward off the bench would be Joel Embiid. Another yep. big bopper, yep. like just big, heavy dude. Um, good footwork. I think I feel like he'd have a lot of like ball playing ability, a lot of offloads. Yeah. Um, Next week, and then I had Marcus Smart as another a small, <laughs> oh, that's a, good a, a one. more. I didn't think about Marcus especially. Smart. I know, like we're not necessarily doing today's game, but like he's going to be a oh, smaller, mentioned. more mobile. No, forward. I like Marcus Smart. That's and a good he, pick. Yeah. I thought I thought about picking him as my hooker, but. He's a bit off the rails. He gives me Brendan yeah. Smith cheese I kind of want to change one of my picks. I can't. No, that's a good pick. I can't trust, I won't change my I can't pick. trust Marcus pick. Smart. Yeah. He, he's that's, more That's like, why he's good off the bench. Marcus, he's not playing. Marcus yeah, Smart is exactly. Victor Radley when he decided to- He's like Carl Webb. <laughs> he's like Carl Webb or Victor Radley when he decided to like, try to take the head off. Yeah, like yeah, five you know he's coming in and he's cracking ribs. He's going to tackle hard. He's going to run the ball hard. I would have picked Marcus Smart in 2006 at NRL. Yeah, but maybe What's now he's getting something. Uh, and my my seventeenth pick was Aaron Baines, just as another yeah. big Aaron forward. Baines. I have to yeah, go with another one. Aussie. Like, nah, he's, he's probably played a bit of rugby league. Rugby. He's big. He's it's massive, good. tough. Heavy, he's a tough guy. Heavy, heavy set. Yeah, and I'll, I had a couple honorable mentions. I want to say um, I had Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, just athletes. I think they'd go well on the outside backs, maybe centers. And then I also had Stephen Jackson. As like just he want he'll fight like yeah, he's yeah. gonna get like he's <laughs> not like a supreme <laughs> athlete or anything but if 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 there's a if there's a stink on I want Stephen Jackson on my team just yeah. throwing punches no, that's good good team I liked it Tim you ready for yours yeah but I just yeah yeah oh Evan Robinson just followed Summit Heights Club on Instagram shout out get onto it shout out Evan Robinson All right. shout out Summit Heights Club. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, so my, uh, I guess we'll just go straight. Uh, same same order. Yeah, go fullback. Fullback. Fullback full is LeBron. So <laughs> yeah, my fullback. My fullback was going to be Michael Jordan. 
he, he, but I picked. But I, I, I was aware of this. I was I, shocked that he said LeBron. I thought it was going to be Michael Jordan. Well, I, Ma- Michael Jordan is just the greatest athlete, yeah, in NBA history. He is so quick, LeBron, quicker, quicker than up, quicker hey. than LeBron, more agile than LeBron. Harder to is tackle. he faster? He's definitely like You've more LeBron, agile. Though. He's far. He's faster. I don't know if he beats LeBron in a hundred meter race. I think he does. But anyways, I pick LeBron. Okay, wings. Um, wings. Giannis. All yep. the same reasons. Tall, big, strong. Yeah. He's going to catch the high balls. Um, center. Russell Westbrook. So far, same three picks. So yeah. are you going? So he's, like he's going wing, center. Wing center and, that's yeah. just in center wing positions. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. I've position. actually thought about mine as well. Giannis. Giannis and uh, Westbrook. Yep. Right um, edge or left edge? Doesn't make a difference. Okay, really. cool. That's fine. It doesn't make a difference. I imagine the, yeah, okay. I imagine him on the right edge. That, so did I. Did Continue. You? Well, I imagine him on the left edge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're My, twice, so. <laughs> so I'm going fullback wing center five eighth. Oh, so you're you're going to have- He's you, going- No, I'm just going in across order Across the field. Across, across the, the field. field. Yeah. So you're going to play your five eighth and your half on different sides of the field? What do you mean? I mean, you can bring different sides of the field. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying out, saying how my team is. Yeah. Okay. But the way they play can be whatever the way they play. They're not going to play. This is a fake team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're. This is this is how they set up defensively. Yeah. This yeah. Is, okay. This is how they show them on the screen. I guess sometimes. Yeah. 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 Continue. Um. So my five eighth is that's, Michael. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. So that's one of the playmakers. One of the playmakers, Michael Jordan, super agile, super fast, super strong. I respect the pick. One of the best perimeter defenders in the game. They're not going to be lazy like James Harden. Continue. Um, yeah, no, that's a good pick. Honorable mention to AI. He was going to be my 5A. Yeah, that's not a bad one. But I think he he really would just die. He'd get injured. I think AI would have been fine. I think yeah. that would have been a good pick. But continue. He'd be more Matty Brown. Um, my halfback CP3. Yeah. All the reasons. Point guard. Making the right players all the time. That's his wrong position. Continue. It's his right position. He's in- <laughs> Making the right plays all the time. You can't put him at hooker. Don't yeah, he's too, he's, too, he's too small for um, Continue. My center. So this is... I'll, 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 this is my center because... So left set, left edge now? Yeah. So I was I was going to put... I was going to put Jimmy Butler in my center. Well, actually, I was going to put LeBron in my center originally. <sighs> um, but then I decided to put LeBron at fullback. MJ at 5'8". So I got another all-timer. Oh, Another all-timer pick. Put Kobe Bryant at the center. <laughs> okay, continue. Kobe at the center. Supreme athlete. I was wondering whether Tim would put Kobe yeah. in the Supreme athlete. Yeah. yeah. Lightning quick. Yep. Yep. So you're, you're talking like young Kobe. Yeah, like prime athlete Kobe. Prime athlete Kobe. Okay, yeah. Lightning quick. Strong, good defender. Fuck, his wing is not seeing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> good defender. This is this is most, Herbie Farnsworth right most, now. This most, is, don't ever, don't most ever compare Herbie Farnsworth no, to Kobe Bryant. Most, most, ever, most, yeah. most assists of a shooting guard all time. When you have the ball that much. So uh, don't hate. I'm um, big fan of Kobe. Maybe my favorite Love player. Kobe. Yeah. Center, Zion's, Zion's running right over the top of them. For the Maybe but I prefer no, the Kobe pick over the Zion pick. I actually might prefer well, the Kobe pick. As well, Kobe's well. going eighty minutes. Yeah, Kobe will play the yeah. full eighty. He's a dog. He might give you eighty-one. Zion, <laughs> Zion gives you sixty he's, minutes. He's, he's, a, he's a dog. He's never he's never going to stop. He'll play injured. He'll play hurt. Can make the right pass when he has to. Shout out, run our test. Kobe passing the ball. <laughs> Kobe passing the ball. Um, and he's good under the high ball. Good in defense. It's good, good pick. Better than Zion. Yeah, it's good. Who's his winger? So, his winger is Derek Rose. 
Ooh. Okay. Extremely fast. Ex- peak Derek Rose, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explosive. Extremely fast, extremely explosive. You can go up and get a highball too. Go up and get a highball. Stocky. Yeah. Strong. Run over people. Run over. This is Brian Toto right here. I think. Ryan, run straight over De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, not, he's a, not a stocky, but little Brian Toto. Toto he's, he's Brian Toto with uh, Israel for our leap. And Kieran Fawn's knees. <laughs> that's so unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yeah. yeah. No, that's a good pick. Derek Rose, my winger. I was going to put, so Jimmy, Jimmy's not in my team, but he was yeah. honorable mention in a number of places. Yeah. He's on Isaac's team, I'll guarantee it. He's definitely on Isaac's team. Um, front row, first front row, Dwight, Superman. Oh, so is it Superman Dwight or Skinny Dwight? Superman Dwight. Okay. Superman Dwight, supreme athlete. My team's just going to run circles. Put him under the high teams. ball. Supreme athlete, un- good under the high ball. Get tap <laughs> backs. A front roller. Get tap backs. Yeah, he's well, he's quick enough. Yeah. Great def- great defender. Going to do the dirty work as well. Superman Dwight, not current Dwight. <clears throat> As um, Kobe would say, soft. <laughs> yeah. Soft. How are they, yeah, actually, was, how are they playing on was, the same that team? That was Houston, right? Continue. Um, so that's my one of my front rows. My other front row is Stephen Adams. Yep. All the reasons mentioned before. My second row, Ben Simmons. Because, um, you know. He does feel like a, a more of a second row than a hooker to me. That's really fine. quick. Ball playing second roller, yeah. Really quick, really strong, gonna run run his lines, gonna run over James Harden. Yeah. Um Don't other, my other <laughs> my other second row is my other second row is Zion. Okay. But you know, he's, oh. not, gonna, he's not gonna play the full eighty, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah that's, do that's, for that's not an eighty minute second rower. Yeah, he's not an eighty minute second rower. Yeah. But I put him there. You can you can interchange him with my bench, I don't care. Uh and my lock is Draymond. There you so, go. so originally my lock was going to be LeBron. Oh, nah, absolutely. My halfback, I'm a, my halfback was going to be. I mean, my six was going to be AI, and then my fullback was going to be MJ. But That's not bad. Uh, my lock is Draymond. I think this is better. My fourteen is Donovan Mitchell. Oh yeah, supreme athlete, stocky. Yeah, he's going to do anything. Play with an injured ankle, he doesn't care. He's tough. Can play in a bunch of different positions. Good under the high ball. Good playmaker. Yeah, that's good. Strong. Uh, back up forward. Bam. Oh yeah, I like that. I was strong, him. quick, agile. Good hands. Other back up forward. Um, He'd be good Joel, for an offload. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Big boy. Um, and then Blake Griffin. And my hooker. What a Blake Griffin. My hooker was uh, peak Rondo. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. No, I was, was going to I was gonna go uh, Gary Payton as the my glove. hooker. The glove. But I went with Rondo. He's getting run over. Just just so I can have- Gary Payton would have been a great hooker. Just so I can have Kobe in there. I picked Rondo. Yeah. Gary well, Payton- did you, say, did you say Rondo was getting run over? No, I think Gary Payton does. What? what? I mean, he's great defensively nah, in the NBA, but- Gary Payton would have- Gary, Gary, if Gary Payton, if Gary Payton was running at Ben Simmons, fold Gary Payton would <laughs> fold Ben Simmons. Do you know what Gary Payton's riding on his <laughs> on his taped up wrist? Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's, he's he's folding. He's him. destroying Ben. Simmons. Shout out to Kane Evans. 
Peak Rondo. Peak Rondo's. That word's not Peak Rondo's a dog. All righty. No, that was a good team. I liked it. Thanks. <clears throat> my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster. At fullback, I have LeBron. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. This guy here was maybe not going to put LeBron as fullback. English build, silky Latrell hands, high IQ, playmaker, play out the back, big, strong, fast, explosive, break a game open, or be a playmaker. So he's good. Uh, my wings, uh, I, okay, I'm going to go right side first. Almost like a hammer, sir. I'm sorry. He's much better than that. Yeah. Uh, my right wing, I had Giannis, as we said before, <laughs> freakish finishes. So I said freakish finishes. Same same player so far for all of us. Yeah, Xavier. And I kind of went like an Xavier Coates, mm. Israel Folau in the air, but like a Corey Oates type coming out of his, his own He's finishing half. with his long arms. Yeah. Mm. Uh, his center pairing, I had Westbrook. So it's actually the same as Tim's. <laughs> exactly he, the same. Yeah. Uh, most ath- athletic player in NBA history, mix of strength and Ooh. speed. I mean, maybe Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan more coordinated. That's fair enough. Um, Not the goat though. Uh, I'm going to go centers. <laughs> I'm going to go my other center and wing. So a bit different to how Tim said it. Uh, so my other center, so the other side of the field, uh, I had James Harden. Uh, good footwork, strong, big, playmaker, likes of Latrell Mitchell, Justin Ooh, Hodges. Yes. Justin That's, Hodges, Latrell Mitchell kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah. Could like be that. your fullback talent-wise, but big question marks on how you'd go with the mileage. Yeah, with so the that's, fitness. Yeah. That's where I went center. Not as much fitness Tim in center. Tim doesn't like that center pick. Well, oh, oh, do, we, do we take personalities? Because so, so most NBA players just aren't going to be able to play the sport because they're too yeah, tall. Yeah, I understand but the defensive. We, are, we taking, are we taking personality I, of I picked, the play in I, question? I picked him like it strictly oh, like in the offensive. So I understand there's some defensive liabilities, but- that's why I thought about who am I putting him at wing because I thought about De'Aaron Fox. I thought about some of the quick guys. I did think about guys like Derek Rose and stuff. I made his wing partner Jimmy Butler. Um, one, because I wanted him in my side, but strong, fast, reckons he's a wide receiver. Um, great defender, shit talker, confident. He's going to be in Harden's ear if Harden's not stepping up defensively because I know James Harden has it in him. He's a great defender at OKC. He's got defense in him. It's there. Jimmy Butler will bring that out of him. That's his winger. I've thought about these things, okay? Uh, That's not happening. uh, I I I think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Not a guarantee. Moving on to my six and seven, (laughs) my two playmakers. So uh, I, the way I imagined it is I've got like a traditional seven, then a six that kind of just plays a little bit of an X-factor role. Uh, So my six is Kyrie Irving. Just all the tools, X-factor, could be a halfback. But in an, an ideal world, you'd prefer him at six, popping up where he wants and not needing to rely on him for a full 80. A little bit of a head case, which is what you want your number six to be. Uh, also, for some reason, I just see him slotting conversions from the corner with a bit of an out and in spin the way Thurston used to do it. I don't know why I can see it. I just can. Just kind of like the way he like spins those layups off the backboard. Um, <clears throat> Talking about personalities. This guy might blow up your team. Yeah, I'm concerned about yeah, him. But you have James Harden and Kyrie. Yeah, it's team. not great. And Jimmy Butler. Uh, I can tell you. No, nah, Jimmy worked. Uh, Jimmy's good. I can tell you that Kyrie will be defending on the other side. Of, he'll be defending with yeah. Westbrook and and, then, yeah. and those guys. Uh, because my number seven, he's also, if there's anyone that bleeds team passion, uh, getting around the fellas. Is this Draymond? Getting just getting the getting the most getting the most out of like your most skillful position. 
My team, this is my team captain too. Uh, it's Paddy Mills. Oh, okay. Paddy Mills is my seven. Uh, I got the inside scoop on his footy abilities through Junior on one of my last podcasts. Go listen to that. That was great. Boomer's manager, uh, Junior Albert. Uh, can throw, I think his exact words were bullet cutouts. Um, easily the best footy player in the Boomer's squad, apparently. So I got that inside scoop. Uh, I mean, he okay. understands what it means to play Australian sports. And getting around the fellas, like, it's very different to American sports. You need someone that's going to bring that. I'm not just picking this because he's good at yeah. footy, okay? Uh, Tim doesn't appreciate we'll be natural. And you know what? Culture. People just love Patty Mills. Like, the Spurs just love Patty Mills. It, just like people are going to love, like, they're going to love him on this team. Think of Preston Campbell. Think of Matty Bowen. Think of the, you know, some of the I other mean, great he's, indigenous. He's obviously the pick for the best. Yeah, it's cool. You miss him. It's NRL, <laughs> no, and league player. No, but I'm giving you other NBA. reasons as to why I picked him, not just because he's. Yeah. Anyway, um, now moving on to my big boppers, the front rowers. Uh, my starting front row, I've got Aaron Baines. Uh, huge, mongrel, tough, underrated, soft hand, so he could be good for an offload. Uh, my other number ten is my all-time pick. I got Shaq. Uh, picks himself, I think. Uh, mm. And he then does. in between that, my number nine, mm. my hooker. Uh, I have Chris Paul, tough, angry little man syndrome, but still under control despite what we saw in the finals. I do believe his service would be impeccable. Yeah. His assist to turnover ratio was always elite and he's a good defender. So he's my hooker. Uh, he's also stocky too. Like I think he'd be yeah, fine. Yeah, he's strong. Uh, my second rows, uh, so those those edge forwards, I have Steven Adams. Big, strong, not the quickest edge forward, but he loves to hold the ball with his big right hand. I've got him playing on the right edge. Um, so play him on that right edge with Westbrook outside of him at center. And I can see him getting that hand free for some offloads and good luck after that. Uh, my other second rower is my other all-time player and I have Ron Artest. Um, <laughs> animal, great it's defense. Really, it's a really slow front line you have here. Ron Artest is... No, peak run our test was a good athlete. Like he was fairly. He's a good athlete. He's fairly quick. Not like super fast. He's quicker. Think, he's quicker than some of the other second rollers that have been Aaron, mentioned. Aaron Bain, Shaq, Stephen Adams, run our test. Continue. Run our test. That's <laughs> yeah, quick. That is actually animal. Great defender. <laughs> Bit of athleticism on that edge, but will happily take the tough carries. Also, the first guy you'd want on your team when the fight starts, and the last person you'd want on the opposing He'll, side. He will. That guy's going. He to will beer. get. Sinbin. That's every fine. Game. Yeah. I'm good with that because I'm fine with my bench. Uh, my number Might 13 is the same as your, your bench. My number 13 is Draymond Green, just like you guys. Yeah, uh, think of a Wade Graham know. type player. Yeah. Uh, not the best athlete, but he's a great playmaker. Will almost be the th third half if you need it, but is happy to do the dirty work. Great defender and won't back down from anyone. Uh, my number 14, I didn't love this pick and I, you guys won't like it. I've actually liked your bench picks better. I had Joe Ingles. Bit, oh my I wanted to pick Joe. I wanted so to as much, well. I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't. Joe Ingles, yeah. Joe Ingles. Yeah, it's not a good pick. I he, understand. Give, even in reality, he might not be better than like Russell Westbrook. Here's Westbrook. my thing. Well, they're just going <laughs> to run Here's around. Here's my thing. So I, I actually think, <laughs> I think the Australian attitude is an important thing yeah. within a this, rugby league team. It's different. It's different to American sport. The actual attitude. That's why I couldn't go past him. The other thing I like about Joe Ingles, good defender. The Australian attitude. Good defender. Don't. Tim. What about, what, so so New Zealand? Well, that, this, whatever. Is that the same thing? I've got Stephen Adams. Is that the same attitude? Yeah. Similar, not the same. English? Just put it this way. No. NBA no, athletes. They're different. 
and they're an, different. Yeah, don't compare us to An them. NBA locker room is and NBA athletes wow. are going to be very different to NRL yeah. locker room and the so, way yeah. personalities and egos work. Just saying some of the best rugby players, not league, but rugby players of all time are English. That's fine. Joe Ingles, I just liked his I just like what he brought personality wise to the team. Good defender. And he's also a little bit versatile in the in terms of elite defender. Yeah. Shuts down. I, I just George I just think he I just often. think not great, not a great running game, but I think he's got pretty good service. Underrated playmaker. Um, I don't honestly though, like, not my favorite. He struggles pick. to fill multiple positions. <laughs> not my favorite pick. He can play um, in the halves. I had Joel Embiid, yeah. similar to you guys, uh, but I've also got him there for the show. Like, I just think he's he, like you just kind of yeah. need him. Uh, Zion Williamson's on my bench, just like an explosive yeah. guy that can probably play about 15 minutes, not the full 80. <laughs> um, that was literally why I put him on the bench. Yeah, probably probably not your, uh, what'd you say he was, center? Um, and then- He's running over people in the center position. Look, 10 minutes. Maybe I move him to the bench. I know I've uh, talked a lot of shit about this guy in this podcast. I do have him on my bench though. I have Ben Simmons on my bench uh, only because I felt like uh, if I was losing the pace battle in the second row, I feel like he can fill that position. He could also be a center. And I also looked at him at hooker. So I feel that he could, if we're lacking with Joe Ingles. Which you are. So if Joe Ingles, because sometimes that 14th man has to replace another position that's not the hooker position. If that has to happen, I feel like I have Ben Simmons that can also do yeah. that or play on the edge. He can play in a lot. Um, so that's my 17. I also actually picked coach. I don't oh. know if that's allowed, but I just thought that Phil Jackson with his earthing, <laughs> uh, his oh his whatever they smoke uh, in their sessions, the allowing people to party, I think he would be the perfect NRL coach um, because he just you know he wouldn't put too many restrictions, <laughs> he wouldn't put on players, and yeah he let he'll let the NRL boys be the NRL boys, yeah, which gets them suspended. Uh, you got yeah, I think you gotta my, let the boys party. Yeah, Phil Jackson. But, I mean, the same. Phil Jackson, you know, let Rodman go, yeah, do his thing, which would get him suspended for this entire yeah, but season. Then he, just like the New South Wales team, my my team's going to be walking around on the field in bare feet before the game. It's going to be. Yeah. I think Phil Jackson kind of give you like Freddie Fitler vibes, like, yeah, like Freddie, hand, or like even Wayne Bennett. Like he's going to know how to handle personality. Yeah, but okay, the, so that, that was, guy, that guy the, needs the, to party. That was actually I need to let the, him party. the obvious coach pick would be Greg Popovich. No, it's not. That's, no, 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 Greg too strict. Doesn't, he too strict. Doesn't, he, too strict. Yeah. But that's that's uh, that's so Greg Popovich is your Craig Bellamy type yeah, coach. Exactly. But then. I think, I think I think I think best coach of all time. I think Phil Jackson is your Wayne Bennett, Freddie Fittler yes. coach, and that's what that's I want what on I my want. side. Yeah, that's fair enough. So I'll take Greg Bradley. Hey, that was fun. How long did that go for? Hour and forty minutes. It's my longest podcast ever. Hour forty four. Thanks for coming on. Hope you guys had fun. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are welcome. Grateful. That was fun. Educating. Grateful. Your front line's slow. We well, might have to do this again sometime. We'll talk about that some other time. We'll take that. We'll take that. Off the air, your front line, <laughs> your front line is pathetically slow. Hey, vote for the teams you liked, guys. Yeah, vote, vote for mine. <laughs> but just, I may take Zion out of the center, so just Surely, keep that in consideration. You, I don't think I had you, any other notes. Let are, me you, check. are you putting these uh, lists up anywhere? Yeah, I might. We, we might make a graphic. I doubt. I can't even remember your bad picks. So my picks are good. Other people could. I'll put. We'll put them up. We'll put them up. We'll, yeah, we'll make some edits. They'll look good. All right. Well, thanks for coming, fellas. It is late at night, 9.30. It's not actually that late, but I work in the morning. So no let's cut it there. Didn't even say goodbye. What a dickhead.